Good morning and happy new year. Welcome to Chamber Chatter on 88.1 FM and WCWP.org. My name is Mark Snyder. Chamber Chatter is a monthly roundtable discussion with today's Long Island business leaders and has been underwritten by MapTunes, Long Island Chamber Maps. So let me introduce my three guests this morning. Liam Patterson, who is the co-president of the Chamber of Commerce of the Willistons. Liam is also a professional financial advisor slash portfolio manager. Liam, welcome to the program. Thanks for having us. Frank Fizone, president of the Westbury Carl Place Chamber of Commerce and the branch manager at TD Bank, right here in Brush Hollow Road in Westbury. Frank, thanks for joining us. Nice to see you again. You too, Mark. Nice to see you. And Vinny Moscato, president of the Bayville Chamber of Commerce and the owner of Liberty Elevator Company. Vinny, nice to see you again, too. Nice to see you, Mark. So, Liam, Frank, and Vinny, thanks for joining us today on Chamber Chatter. So, I like to start our program by way of introduction um, and having each one of you tell us a little bit about uh, the communities that you serve. Uh, Liam, there are actually two Willistons. Mm -hmm. What's going on in the wonderful communities of Williston Park and East Williston? Oh, well, um, yeah, so we cover, uh, it's uh, Williston Park, East Williston, and Albertson. Uh, we cover uh, as, a, as a chamber. Um, but, uh, yeah, business as usual. We're uh, trucking away. We've got a lot of businesses that have come into the neighborhood recently. Um, uh, so, you know, a lot of empty storefronts that are now filled, which is always a good thing. Uh, and uh, we're getting some uh, decent participation of recently. Uh, we've had a... Uh, you know, uh, we recently had our uh, our chamber Christmas party, which was a nice event, uh, and uh, we're just uh, you know hoping for a lot of new good things in the new year. Great. Now, Albertson's part of the Williston Chamber. I always thought Albertson was part of the Roslyn Chamber because it's kind of caught in the middle You're there, right. right? It is kind of caught right in the middle. But we welcome people from Albertson if they want to join, and if they you know a lot of people keep dual dual citizenship, if you will, in both chambers, and uh, we even have some people from Mineola who kind of kind of straggle in, but uh, that's all right. We, we welcome everybody. Now, Albertson had a Chamber of Commerce a number of years ago, but I believe that dissolved. So is that what's happening? You're just kind of reaching out and saying, hey, if you need a chamber, you, you know, be, you can be part of us. Sure. Yeah. We, um, uh, yeah, we, uh, we kind of welcome everybody. Uh, I mean, usually we like to keep it to people who live or work within the area, but, you know, so be it. If, we, if you want to be an active participant, then we'll, we'll you can come on and, you know. Great. How many members do you guys have now? Oh, uh, currently, I think we're, I think we have somewhere along the line of 100 and, 120? That's a good number. That, I don't know the number right off the top of my head, but it, uh, it's, um, it's, it's, it's pretty good. You know, it's not bad. Very good. Vinny, Bayville is about <laughs> as far north as you can get in Nassau <laughs> County. Uh, many in the WCWP listening area are very familiar with your remote village all the way up there north. Uh, but for those who are not familiar with Bayville, uh, tell us a little bit about the community and bring us up to date on how things are going for local businesses. Well, Bayville is very unique, as you say. We're very small, but we're also very far out of the way. I mean, you really got to go far to the water as you can north. But it's unique. Uh, we have some small businesses there. Um, we have a chamber for our community with about 65 participating members, which is pretty good. Uh, it's, they're struggling a little, but uh, we're trying. We run some small business uh, events for them. We actually had our Christmas party where we uh, said if you shop locally, 
you'll get a raffle ticket and somebody will win $500 cash, which we did at the drawing for our lighting with the Christmas tree. Uh, the chamber runs a breakfast with Santa our eighth year. We served 843 people with breakfast this year. Wow. 350 kids got pictures with Santa, toys, candy canes, all courtesy of the chamber. We're trying to grow. Uh, we're strong. Uh, this is the third time the chamber has been active in Bayville, and this has been the longest it's gone, strongest it's been, and financially stable. So uh, we love people to come to our town. We're more of a summer town than a winter town. True. The theme park's closed, I'm sure. <laughs> well, It's the January, park, it's chilly. I don't think the water park is open right now. Th this is true. Plus also, Bayville, you know, we have beaches, and people want to come hang out on the water. We're, we're local. We don't have to go all the way out to the Hamptons. Come to Bayville. Very close-knit community there you have, too. You have, what, 65 members, you said? 65 members. Uh, most of you know, some of them actually just live in Bayville and own businesses like myself, but we like to help the community, so we get involved. Yeah, I think you're hard-pressed to find any business in Bayville that's not a member of the chamber. That's how close-knit you guys are up there. We try hard. All right, Frank. Uh, yes, sir. Good to see you again. You too, Mark. Um, quite, uh, quite a number of years ago, the... Westbury Chamber and the Carl Place Chamber um, decided to merge. Right. Um, for our listeners, a little bit on the history of how two became one and also uh, how things are going in, in the chamber and with the local sure. community. All right. Thanks, Mark. Sure, of course. Um, Westbury, Carl Place, two very different communities. All right. Westbury is very diverse. Um, they are. They, it is, they are trying to work on getting it into a more of a small town feel as the Patchogs and some of the Huntington, some of the other communities out there. I know they, Westbury did get a, a decent sized grant from, um, from New York State. So the mayor is working on uplifting Post Avenue. And that's what they're in the process of doing right now. The, um, the sidewalks, the stores are being renovated so they are working on getting that into a more of a small town feel, but and you know we do have the uh, the space, the theater there. Love it. Yep. So they are working on Post Avenue, but again, it is a diverse community, so it's not it's not easy to turn it into that small town that they'd like it to be. But they are working on it, and they are using that grant. So that that's a good thing in Westbury. Car Place, a little bit different type of community, um, but. They, um, they do have Westbury Avenue in Carl Place, and there are businesses on Westbury Avenue that some are doing well and some aren't. You know, it's something that the chamber is, you know, well aware of and something that we are working on to try to drive business into both Westbury and Carl Place. You have a lot of model examples, successful examples, that the village of Westbury, that Post Avenue corridor, could certainly learn from. Um, Farmingdale is a great example. Bayshore, exactly. right? Patchog. Uh, yeah. um, mm -hmm. These are communities that um, I think the potential, the upside for Westbury to emulate even a piece of that would be great. And you've got a I charming, agree. charming downtown in, uh, uh, in Westbury, that Post Avenue uh, Drive and the narrow roads and the close uh, you know, businesses. Uh, it's a really charming town. But it's, uh, it's a work in progress. But listen, it was for all of those communities. Agreed. You know, Patchogue didn't start out the way it is today. Farmingdale, boy, Farmingdale's gone through some peaks and valleys, and Changes, they are yeah. just uh, a thriving downtown yeah. community now. Yep. 
Um, I had mentioned before just a little bit about, uh, and I think it was before your time as president, where the two the two communities merged into one chamber. What's the history there? What uh, do you know? What happened and why they they became one? Um, yeah, I mean, I would say the main reason why they decided to become one chamber is that is that Carl Place is really a smaller community. Really, wouldn't to have their own chamber wouldn't really do it justice. But they did. They did it one right? time. They did right. They did okay. it one time. Yep. But in this case, where they're only, I mean, I would say maybe they're two, three miles, uh, Carl Place. So it is a small community, and it did make sense to merge the two. Yeah. You know, I, at one time we even thought about maybe bringing Jericho in as well into our um, into our chamber. So that was some thought as well at one point. I think they have their own chamber now. They just started it. They just started, I think it would have been yeah. a good fit as well for the yeah. three together. I know Hicksville for a long time was considering bringing Jericho into their community because they're just north of Hicksville, but uh, not far from you either. That's no. true. Nope, right on the border. Uh, Frank, you, you've been a president for the, you've been the president for uh, what you say about eight years yeah, now. I think I'm, yeah, closing up on eight years. Wow, that's yep. remarkable. It's, it's um, been a long run. What does the uh, Westbury Carl Place Chamber have on its schedule for uh, 2020? What are you guys looking yeah. at? All right. Um, great question, Mark. Thank you. We A um, couple of things that we're looking at for 2020. Obviously, you know, all, all the chambers, we, you know, we, we always have initiative and goals in mind and we want to grow. And the same for us in 2020. First, first and foremost, we're revamping our website for 2020. We're going to try to drive more people to the website. That's always, you know, a good thing. So we are in the process of revamping it, but it'll, it'll be out by January 1st, the, um, the new website. So we're looking forward to that. And as always, you know, the, the initiatives for 2020 are, is, you know, twofold is to bring in new members. All right. So get out there and pound the pavement and, 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 and spread the word on what the chamber is doing out there. And secondly, is to you know, hold, hold our monthly networking events. And you know, we, we kind of call them you know, networking events, but they're really our general membership meetings. And we're gonna try to drive more business development in 2020 to our meetings. We always have a guest speaker and sometimes we'll have, you know, at, at, at one event we had an Elvis impersonator. You know, at another event we had a had a at a, at a uh, you know at a, at a musical team or a musician. So we do try to make make the events fun. In 2020, we're going to look more towards guest speakers and more towards business development, letting people know what's going on in the community. Maybe having you know the mayor, you know uh, the council person at at our events, as well as discussing business development, what's going on in the community, and really really trying to drive small business in 2020 and shop locally and get people out there into our um, into our members for businesses. Um, how many members do you have? Roughly between 80 and 100. So, which is, you know, we, we feel is kind of light for, for Westbury Carl Place. I mean, we, we have a decent amount of businesses in Westbury. And I think 80, 80 to 100 is kind of light. We, we would try to be more towards maybe like a Hicksville, you know, get, bring in more members. Mm. And I think um, it really takes getting the word out there. Do you do any multi-chamber networking events with some of the surrounding communities? I know that the, the Williston's are not far from you. Do you guys ever get together and do any kind of cross-promoting? 
We do. We do multi-chamber events, usually with um, Beth Page, um, Beth Page, Old Beth Page, Plainview is where we usually team Going up that with. Way. Yep, right. we do a, um, a golf outing with them every year. And we also try to do at least one multi-networking event where we'll do maybe a, um, uh, a speed a speed networking type thing where we're going from table to table yeah. to um, to make introductions and drive business. That's actually fun. I've been to one of they those. Fun. They're fun. Yeah, yeah. They it's are good. fun. Okay, thanks for that update. Sure. Uh, Vinny, how long have you been president of the Bayville Chamber now? It's about eight years now. Eight years, okay. Um, I know it's quiet this time of year in Bayville, uh, but your town always has a lot on its agenda. Um, what are you looking at for 2020? Well, our first major event will be something we started last year, which is called Designer Pocketbook Bingo. It's one of our biggest fundraisers. Talk to me. We run it at the Crescent Club. It's our Palm Sunday. We have 10 really great designer pocketbooks, and we just play bingo. And people, women, women, they get plenty of beautiful pocketbooks. Our our lowest pocketbook value is $500, all the way up to like $2,000, and they get Alcohol, uh, they have mimosas, Bloody Marys, and food, all for a very low price. And it's a, a big fundraiser for us. Who's donating the pocketbooks? The chamber buys them. Wow. We go out and buy them. It's expensive. It, it is expensive, but we it's, it's a real good fundraiser. We found out that the women love to play bingo, and it's a great thing. So that's our newest thing. Wow. Um, we also designed something that we think is going to be great for our town because there are a lot of events that go on. So what we've done is we have created a Google Bayville calendar that everybody that the chamber is going to run, that anybody who's running an event can put it on the calendar and that anybody in Bayville can just look at it. See, if you want to run an event, oh, I'm not going to run it because they're running an event or we're running, you know, and it won't, everybody will stop stepping on each other. And it also will allow for better fundraisers for the individual people. So this is like an online community calendar. So anybody can access it. Plus, I guess the residents can go online and see what's going on in the community. Exactly that. And, uh, th- you know, it'll so when the village meetings are, if there's any special meeting, if uh, somebody's running a fundraiser or whatever it is, we'll, it'll be there for the public of Bayville. And then, we, of course, at the end of the year, we have our Say Goodbye to Summer part Party, where it's really hard for Bayville because that's what we live for. We live for the summer, but we have a nice big bash down at the, uh, the marina, and uh, we... Sp- Bit of do for the summer. I'm sure your summers are active. <laughs> what you start sometime, I guess, around May, you start ramping up and straight through September? Pretty much so. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much so. It's I great mean, town. Bayville is basically for, built for the water great in town. the summer. Great town. Uh, Liam, you just finished up your first year as co-president? That's right. Okay, yeah. so let's give a shout out to co-president Eileen Devaney. Yes. If yeah, you're listening, well. hi, Eileen. Um, I don't doubt you have plans for 2020 as well. What are you and Eileen working on for the chamber? Well, uh... Let's see. Well, we recently revamped our website as well. So uh, I met a, I, uh, I had a friend who guided me towards uh, this uh, this gentleman who works with uh, Squarespace, and they redesigned the website in full. It's uh, did a great job. Um, uh, so now that we have that all in place, uh, uh, what we're looking forward to is, you know, increasing membership, increasing active participation. Um, you know, we have our monthly meetings. Uh, at the end of the month, uh, last Tuesday of the month. But in addition to that, we're looking to hold more networking events. Um, usually, uh, we are also reaching out to members, uh, and we'll have them basically uh, just hold like a, a little event at their place of business, show what they do, uh, whether it's a chiropractor, a, a restaurant tour, or whatever the case may be. And uh, 
Um, kind of just, uh, you know, have, you know, maybe light cocktails or d'oeuvres, something like at the event. Um, in addition to that, uh, we have uh, we have our big street fair in September. Uh, we're one of the few chambers that still run our own street fair, so there's a lot of work that goes into that. Um, usually once, uh, once the summer starts to uh, uh, kind of get into full swing right around, you know, July, August, we really start, you know, hitting the pedal hard with uh, the street fair because there's a lot to do. Um, but, Frank, uh, Frank, do you do an annual street fair? We do. The you, bid, the bid, the business uh, improvement district on Post Avenue hosts it, but we're 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 actively involved as well in the street fair. It's usually in September, on Post. Right. And Vinny, you guys do an annual street fair? We used to do what we called the Waterside Festival, but uh, it seems like the festivals had kind of like faded away. That's why we did the uh, say goodbye to summer party now. Do you find that the Oyster Fest in Oyster Bay um, was taking some of the thunder away from your event? Well, it wasn't just that. It was just that there are so many events with vendors and all that going around all over Long Island that it kind of phased out. It was kind of just became became played, so we decided to do something new. Okay, and uh, we kind of went from May to September very quickly. What what do you have going on in Bayville in the summer? Well, you must be... We, we have a lot of events, by, but they're not all run by the chamber. You know, oh, okay. They're run by individual people. You know, the town always has uh, a band playing at the, at the uh, harbor uh, probably once a month at night on a Friday night. And then there are other organizations that we have to, you know, step aside so that they can have some fundraisers too. But the town itself is always jumping during the summertime. Mm. Frank, you've been up to Bayville in the summer? Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. A lot of fun. Yeah, how about yeah. you, Liam? Oh, yeah, of course, All since right. I was a kid. Very good. All right, guys. So when we come back, uh, we're going to play Genie in a Bottle with our three presidents, and we're going to find out what wishes uh, they have for their chamber. You're listening to Chamber Chatter on 88.1 FM and WCWP.org. Welcome back to Chamber Chatter on 88.1 FM and WCWP.org. My name is Mark Snyder. Chamber Chatter is a monthly roundtable discussion with today's Long Island business leaders and has been underwritten by MapTunes, Long Island Chamber Maps, and by the MapTunes Shoppers Discount app. My three guests today, Liam Patterson, co-president of the Chamber of Commerce of the Willistons, Frank Frazone, president of the Westbury Car Place Chamber of Commerce, and Vinnie Moscato president of the Bayville Chamber of Commerce. So, gentlemen, let's play Genie in a Bottle. Liam, you're walking along Roslyn Park, Roslyn Road Park, and you spot a lantern in the grass. You open it up, a genie pops out, granting you three wishes for the Chamber of Commerce. What are they? Uh, well, uh, I'd love to increase participation uh, within the chamber. Uh, we have a lot of members, but uh, you know we, we sometimes struggle getting uh, uh, members to come down to meetings or to uh, to networking events. Um, uh, two, I'd love to you know gain more members uh, or you know just more more businesses in the area in general. I'd love to, for them to at least uh, at least come down and inquire about what the chamber can do for them and how we can help their business. Uh, and three, uh, I'd like to I'd like to get a little bit more active in the community. I think uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of charitable events, a lot of charitable organizations in Wilston Park, uh, or in our neighboring communities that we could probably work together with to you know do some good within our community. Uh, Frank and Vinny, any suggestions for Liam about how to get a better crowd to your meetings, better turnout? Yeah, it's a <clears throat> it's a tough one, no doubt about it. 
I mean, uh, a lot of times, you know, we discussed this at our board meetings. How are we going to get more members to our events and uh, our networking events? And again, I think I think a, a big part of it has to do with, you know, membership. I mean, it's a lot of times it becomes a numbers game. I mean, the, the more members you have, you're going to attract more people to the events. That's one. Um, another another opportunity is if you have someone that's working for the chamber, other than sending out emails, I find sometimes it works to make calls. All right. If you have somebody right. or yourself or someone on your team, a committee that is actually making the call saying, hey, listen, we got an event coming up this month. Give me give me the opportunity to personally email you the flyer and we would love to see you come down. This is what we're doing at the event. And I think the phone calls you'll find, you know, more people coming to the events. But again, you know, you, we, you have different business owners in the community. You have, you, know, you have your mom and pops, you have your large businesses, and you know, it, it's not always a good fit for them to come down to a networking event. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they run there, maybe they don't live in your town, but they work there, and then their business ends at the end of the day, they wanna head home, they wanna get back to their families. And that does, that makes sense, but, you do have those members that could come out and you really need to just somehow personally get in touch with them and say, hey, we're having an event. You know, can you can you come out? I think it'd be worth your while. And I think the phone calls helps. Yeah. You know, if uh, that's a good suggestion, um, I serve on a board unrelated to the business world. Um, but when we have to get a turnout for a meeting, each board member will be assigned 10 people to call. And you know, listen, half of them are uh, answering machines, but nevertheless, you're still making that personal connection, like you said, because listen, we're all besieged with emails now. I mean, by the end of the day, the email that you sent in the morning is off your screen and it's gone. And uh, I think that's a really good suggestion. The other thing I'm going to mention before we we go to you, Vinny, um, for a long time, uh, Hicksville, the Hicksville Chamber, they moved away from this, but for a long time, they used to move their meetings around. One month, and this is when they had a, an executive director. She moved down, believe it or not, to South Carolina and started running a chamber down there. But she was, in, I, f- I forget her name now, but she would start with uh, a breakfast one month. She'd do a lunch the next month. She'd do a dinner the following month. And twice a year, they would have Saturday meetings at the library. Now, what that did was it allowed people who will never make a breakfast to go to a lunch. Or somebody who will never make a lunch to go to a dinner. Or somebody who's so busy, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, they can't go to any meeting. By having that Saturday meeting, it freed up, um, it it gave the chamber the opportunity to see people that they might not normally see. Um, That makes sense. I know you have a, I know that uh, the Willistons has a set meeting at IHOP. Right. Right. uh, Same time. It's uh, always the last Tuesday of the month, 8 a.m. at IHOP on the corner of Hillside and Willis. Um, But we have tried... uh, Mixing it around, we've. Uh, uh, I think. Um, I think me- this year. I think uh, for 2020, we're also going to consider maybe, every, maybe not every other month, but you know, once a quarter, we'll have a dinner meeting as opposed to a, uh, as opposed to a breakfast meeting. Um, but uh, you know, we we'll try anything once. You know, right? And see, the the problem with always having a breakfast, and I'm not being critical because this is common with a lot of the chambers, is that there are people that will never, ever, ever make it to a breakfast. You're they end up getting right. their family on a bus. Yeah, it requires they, a certain they're in the sense food of flexibility. Business. Got, and, yeah. 
right. within your but, schedule. And, and I hear people all the time say, you know, boy, I just can't make dinners. I got to get home to my family. If you had a lunch, I could make it. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure why Hicksville moved away from that, but for a long time they, they did that. It was pretty successful. Mm-hmm. And again, that Saturday meeting was lightly attended. Uh, Lionel Chitty, the former president, used to tell me, he said, but Mark, I saw like a dozen people at that meeting that I never saw all year. So it was worth it to have that twice a, twice a year Saturday meeting. Um, Vinny, be, uh, before we move on to you, any suggestions as far as, because you guys get a good turnout. I've been to a few of your meetings. Well, we, we've changed it up and our, our attendance this year has been really phenomenal. Uh, we move our meeting every month to a different location and we use it as one of the businesses in town. So you're going to a new business. And it opens people up. I haven't been there. Let me go there. Let me mm-hmm. check them out. Let me, you know, show their support for them. We do it in restaurants. We do it in, in regular businesses. And um, then the business owner may bring out some wine or some food and cheese or crackers just to have a little hors d'oeuvres there. And the meetings have been unbelievably intended this year. Uh, and we just, like I said, every month we have it always the first Wednesday of every month, but it's always in a different location. And also in the emails I put out, I kind of put out what the agenda is going to be and the people know at my meetings, I'm pretty, you know, strict on them that we don't go past 8.30. So we'll, we start at 7. Most of the time, we're done by 8. So everybody can afford that one hour. Mm. And if there's new business, we just say, okay, we'll table it. And we investigate it so that next month we all know about it. And I can have a background of what we can talk about and try to make it an intelligent conversation rather than everybody talking at the same time. And people seem to love it. That's, that's, that's good information. You know, I... Um one of the suggestions I've made over the years to people who say, oh, I can't make the meetings or I, I, every time I put it on my schedule and then something gets in the way. And I say, what you have to do is you have to put it on your schedule and then you have to work your life around that. If someone says, hey, Wednesday at six o'clock, I want you to do this. Say, I can't. I've got a chamber meeting. But as long as you constantly move the chamber meeting out of the way for something else, you're never going to go to a meeting. So anyway, um, but getting back to you, Vinny. Um, so let's let's talk about you and your genie in a bottle you're you're strolling along barefoot it's the summer you're at west harbor beach <laughs> right west harbor beach isn't that one of the beaches? that is one of the beaches yeah. uh and you see a magic lantern in the sand and you pick it up what are your three wishes for the bayville chamber well first um i would wish we could get a few more stores in there we have a few empty storefronts and i would really love if we get some more business in there um, my members have really been great this year, so I really can't say I need more members. You know, I have more volunteers. Uh, like I said, we just ran a breakfast with Santa, and I must have had 25 people there volunteering to serve the food, clean up. It was unbelievable. It was just a great day. It would just be, I guess, maybe to make the chamber a little stronger, a few more businesses who aren't involved with us to get involved. And last, it would just be for the people outside of Bayville. I know we're far out of that, but come and enjoy our village, especially in the summer, or even in the winter, we're still here. We have some great restaurants and some great views. Come and enjoy Bayville. Do you know how many people I know that have never been to Bayville? A lot. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's remarkable because it's such a charming town, but there are people that it's, it's so remote. Now, I live on the South Shore of Massapequa, so it might make more sense when I say that people have been to Bayville. Obviously, if you maybe you live in central Long Island or North Shore, you might know your area where but I, I so many people i've mentioned you ever been to bayville no where's bayville like it's just like another planet but it is a it's a it's a great town so it, it, it does and and not to be kind of sound like you know i'm stuck up about my town but in the summer we probably have three of the best places right on the water that you can eat and have the best view uh, sometimes you walk in in bayville and i say you walk out to the other side of the restaurant and you're in, like in the bahamas with palm trees and sand and beach 
it's just an unbelievable feeling to be there. You want to give them a plug? Uh, it's, it's, it's actually, there's three places in Bayville. There's the Crescent Beach Club, which also has Ocean Restaurant, sure. Walls, Walls Wharf, which I think a ton of people, and then to eat at the Clam Bar at the Marina. Right, all three right on the water, unbelievable. Yeah, it's great. Good place. Gentlemen, you know what your job is this summer. you got to go yep. to Bayville, and Vinny will yep. take you for a walking tour. I'm sure my <laughs> wife will drag me up there at some point. <laughs> yeah, and I think he's got a bar tab at all of these places. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Frank, uh, yeah. let's, why don't we set you up? So uh, you're on the fairway at the Eisenhower Park Red Golf Course. You spot a lantern in the sand trap. I don't know if you play golf. I don't play golf, but I was looking at a reference, and I go, well, you guys are right there. And all that. I play quite often. You do. Okay. Yes. So you pick up the lantern. You open it, and out pops the genie. Three wishes for the Westbury Carl Place Chamber. What are you What are you thinking? Well, since I'm on the golf course, wish number one is to break eighty. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely wish number one. No, but seriously, I would, uh, you know, kind of like what you know. I, I would I would like echo what Liam said. I, I, you know, we, we obviously, you know, uh, we want to get new members. We want to get more members. So that would be the first thing is increase membership. You know, and you think about it, you know. Increased membership, I mean, increased membership really is key if you want to put in uh, together initiatives to help the community, to drive business, to give back to the community. Because a lot of those things that we want to do in 2020 and beyond is um, they, they, there's, a, there's a cost to it, you know. So we would, new members and more, and, and an increase in membership would allow us to really put changes in place that would help the community, you know, give back to the community. That's, that's kind of one of the things, you know, my mission statement since I've been the president of the chamber is to drive business within the community and give back to the community. So it's not always just about the networking, you know, you know, we do want to drive business and we want to network and we want to, we want to bring business into the community, but we also want to give back to the community. And that's the real main reason why, we would love to dr to drive our membership. So when instead of giving, you know, we give we give five hundred dollars to a, a high school in Carl Place and a senior in Westbury. We would love to give a thousand dollars. We'd love to give five thousand to each student. But you know, again, that that takes membership, and that's really somebody. When we meet prospects, or when I'm out there knocking on doors, a lot of times we hear all hear the same thing. You know, why should I join the chamber? What's in it for me? I mean, what, what's in it for you is you're giving back to the community. You work in this community. You make a living in this community. And a lot of times people, they live in this community. So, you know, you, you join the chamber to, to give back. Maybe you can't make the events. Maybe that's not your thing. But you still really should be involved in the chambers because that's how you give back to the community. So that would be my main wish would obviously to increase membership. Another thing that I would love to see is more involvement with Call Place. I think, you know, I think we're kind of dropping the ball a little bit in regards to Carl Place. I don't, we, we, we don't have enough events there. We do have a new board member who is, um, who's a business owner in Carl Place. So we're hoping for good things from her and she'll, um, she'll bring to the board some new ideas and fresh ideas to get us involved in Carl Place. Mm. You know, and the third thing, of course, is... Um, to see the business, like 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 Vinny said, re really to see new businesses come in to Westbury and and Westbury Avenue and Carl Place, Post Avenue, there is some some vacancies, you know. So it would be nice to see, you know, some you know robust businesses come in, and um, so to to help our downtown in Westbury, and as well as Westbury Avenue and Carl Place. You know, 
you might benefit. I know you've been president for a long time. True. You might benefit from having a co-presidency situation. I'll tell you why. If you had, there was you and someone from Carl Place. Mm. So you had your co-presidents represented both communities. That might begin to solve some of your problem because you'd have a co-president taking a real vested interest in in, in the chamber and in their community. That's a great suggestion. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, yeah. We'll bring it up at the next board meeting. See that? That's why Frank <laughs> loves me. <laughs> All right. So, um, Vinny, I wanted to uh, talk with you for a second. Guys, uh, I don't know um, if you read Newsday, whether you get the paper or you read online, but yesterday's paper, here I have Vinny on <laughs> On the, on the program, yesterday's paper is a story. It says, Newsday, the walk of blame. I'm just going to read you a little bit what it says. Bavel property owners would, legally, uh, would be legally liable for injuries occurring on their sidewalks rather than the municipality being responsible under a proposed amendment to the village code to be considered. Under the current code, residential and commercial property owners are required to keep sidewalks clear and clean. But the proposed amendment would also require them to maintain sidewalks in a reasonably safe condition. This would include replacing or repairing defective slabs. Now, under the proposal, the owner, lessee, or occupant of a property abutting any sidewalk would be held liable for any injury to property or personal injury, including death, approximately caused by the failure to maintain such a sidewalk in a reasonably safe condition. So... Here's a quote from Deputy Mayor David Wright. From an insurance perspective, it makes a lot of sense to keep the village out of that liability. If adopted, the change would affect a relatively small number of properties because most streets in the village don't have sidewalks, he added. However, while it's true that most properties don't have sidewalks in Bayville, the majority of the sidewalks are in front of the local businesses. So your thoughts on this, Vinny? What do you think? Well, it did just come out of left field the other day, like you said, and um, my thoughts are it's, it's a tough situation. I mean, if they want to turn the sidewalks over to the businesses, then I think before they do that, then the village who's responsible for them now will have to repair and make them all new and turn over something. Don't give me a broken sidewalk and say, now that's your responsibility. I do know that most of the time insurances, we all have them in our house. When we have a sidewalk in front of we are covered that way. So I don't know what the increase to the business owners would be. But whatever it is, I think we have to just figure it out. But if they're going to they're gonna do this, then all the sidewalks have to be turned over in proper condition, not just t- turn me over a cracked sidewalk and tell me to fix it. That's a great suggestion. You're right. You're, you're 100, I mean, think about that. You're 100% right. Give it to me brand new and I'll maintain it. Don't give it to me broken and then tell me I have to fix it. Because then that's more expense for the business owner. That's right. It says here also the proposed amendment uh, would also stiffen penalties imposed on property owners who don't clear and maintain their sidewalks. Violations for failure to clear the sidewalks of snow, ice, or other encumbrances carry a $250 fine. The proposed amendment would also fine property owners $250 every week that they fail to comply with a written order to repair or replace defective sidewalk slabs within a specific time limit. Well, it's nice that, you know, we want to keep the sidewalk clean. You don't want people to fall. The problem with it in some places is when you go out there and you clean your sidewalk, the next thing you know, a plow comes along and plows it all up. I go to work in the morning, I clean it, then the plow comes. By the time I get home, it's plowed over again, and now i got to start cleaning it again, and i got to find. They have to be a little bit reasonable about that. All right. Well, hopefully it won't be uh, too much of a burden on the, on the business owners. We'll mm-hmm. see if it, if it passes. 
All right, when we come back, we're going to play Ask the President, and that's where I'll stop asking the questions and I'll let each one of our guests here take the mic. You're listening to Chamber Chatter on 88.1 FM and WCWP.org. I'm Mark Snyder. Welcome back to Chamber Chatter on 88.1 FM and WCWP.org. Chamber Chatter is a monthly roundtable discussion with today's Long Island business leaders and has been underwritten by Maptoon's Long Island Chamber Maps. My three business leaders today, Liam Patterson, co-president of the Chamber of Commerce of the Willistons, Vinnie Moscato, president of the Bayville Chamber of Commerce, and Frank Frizzone, president of the Westbury Carl Place Chamber of Commerce. So prior to coming on the air, I asked each one of my three guests to think about something they'd like to ask one or both of the other chamber presidents here with us today in the studio. So, Frank, I'll start with you. You've always got copious notes in front of you. Uh, You have questions for each or both of the uh, presidents appearing on the program this morning. Yeah, sure. Of course. Um, Finn, I want to ask you, if you don't mind, I got a quick question for you. you discussed earlier about your events and that um, you get a nice turnout, all right? And you, we, we, we kind of, and you, and you have them at other member of uh, uh, locations. We do the same thing, right? All right. So, do you? Um, is there a cost involved for the for the attendees when they come? And I know you said they give some cheese and sometimes wine, and um, you so you you invite your all your guests. They come down. Is there a cost involved? There's no cost to any of our members. Uh, usually, the host will provide. Uh, if we're in a regular like bar, if you want to, you know, you can run a tab for that. But the food and a little bit of wine uh, is, is actually donated by the person who's hosting the party. So it's, it's a very nice that they give back to us. Okay. Is the, um, the chamber is not picking up any of the cost on that? The chamber picks up no cost on that. The only cost the chamber ever does is when we run our uh, chamber Christmas party. Uh, we take care of all our members and, and try to make everybody have a good time and network. And we try to sometimes invite some other chamber presidents in so they can see how we do things. Okay. Cool. Frank, Thank do you, you do you charge a fee for networking events? We do. I mean, so if we have it at a restaurant, we um, well wait. This is a networking event or a general meeting? Same thing. Oh, it's the same thing. Yep. Yep. How about for you, Liam? Same thing. Uh, a general meeting and a networking event considered the same thing? No, no. We have we hold them separately for the most part. Um, we'll designate meetings as meetings and networking events as networking events. Uh, with the networking events, what we'll typically do is uh, I'll reach out to the business owner and just see how they'd like to do things. Um, if it's at a restaurant, um, I'll, I'll ask him uh, or her if she wants to, uh, do you want to have a flat fee for, for everything or do you want to just charge for drinks and maybe you'll just put out some light hors d'oeuvres and we'll just work with the business owner to see uh, how they would like to schedule it or how they'd like to you know, be compensated if, if necessary. Um, with the meetings, it's, uh, it's a flat uh, $15 uh, per breakfast. And uh, that includes, you know, anything on the IHOP menu. Hmm. So interesting. So and every chamber is different. But in your case, Frank, you're saying a general meeting and a networking event is the same thing. My experience and I work with many of the chambers is that they're very different. General meetings, when you sit down, you get down to brass tacks, what's going on in town? What do we need to talk about? Networking events, typically, um, my experience, again, is they're held at a bank. In the lobby after hours, the bank will cater in a little light spread and uh, maybe some beer and wine or whatever, um, or they'll have it at a bar 
at a restaurant at the bar and people just kind of hanging out, socializing, handing out business cards. So one of the things that works really well for Chambers is that some people don't like that general meeting environment, but are more comfortable just kind of moseying on over at the end of the day and doing a little business networking. And also it gives you um, some different times. So let's say every month you have your meeting, you have a breakfast meeting, Liam, like you right. said, but you may throw in at a different time on a Tuesday evening or Thursday evening, another time in the month, you have your networking event, right? Correct. Yeah. So I wonder if that you might get a good turnout and the cost, like you were saying, Vinny, is usually picked up by the host um, because it's not usually an expensive type of thing or they have like discounted drinks and they'll the bar will put out some finger foods that kind of thing so mm. food food for thought but yep. interesting that you consider them one and the same uh, most too. chambers distinguish between one and the other but anyway um anything else uh, for your questions or was that that was it for you well i just wanted to ask liam then so if, if you're having the two events mm -hmm. how is the general membership meeting ran i mean do you have a guest speaker you, uh, is it mornings, afternoons, like our networking events slash membership meetings are at night six to eight every month at a different uh, member. It's usually a restaurant catering all the Viana Hotel, Casa di Fratelli. We, we find a restaurant or a place and we held that meeting. Mm -hmm. So you have those general membership meetings. How, how, when are you running them and, and what's the agenda? Yeah, so... Um, uh we do have uh, guest speakers on occasion. Uh, if usually it's a local businessman or person, business person who comes and just speaks a little bit about their business, what they do. Uh, like we had, uh, we had a chiropractor uh, who spoke and uh, uh, talked about some stretches that you can do during the day to kind of help, you know, free up your muscles and things like that. If uh, uh, and then um, you know we'll have or we'll have uh, you know our local. Uh, uh, bank personnel, you know, maybe a local bank um, a manager come in and explain, you know, some offerings that they have going on or uh, seminars maybe that they're offering, things of that nature. Uh, then when it comes to the networking events, we basically just have them kind of just like a, it's kind of just like a meet and greet, just kind of, we keep that loose and just uh, informal. Yeah, and informal. It's like a exactly. business card right. swap, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, do you find you have your meeting, what did you say, the first Monday? It's, uh, the last Tuesday of the month. Last Tuesday of the month. And at it's a breakfast. It's at 8 a.m. Yes. You find you have the same people showing up to the meeting? We typically do, which is uh, why we've been uh, toying with the idea of, of uh, mixing it up a bit and having, like I said, maybe not every other month, but uh, you know, once every three months we'll have a dinner meeting instead. Or uh, The lunch meeting's intriguing, but lunch I found is it's almost smack dab in the middle of the day, you know, and that's when everybody seems to be at their busiest. Uh, I mean... I'm luckily, luckily enough, I'm I'm in a position where my schedule is fairly flexible. So I've been to lunch meetings at other chambers or, or you know, many other organizations that I that I work with. But, um, but dinners and uh, breakfast is just always the way we've done it. Um, but uh, but dinners dinners good too. I mean, I've I have two young kids. I have a five year old and a two year old. So, it's uh, evenings are usually the only time I really get to see them. So I'll I'll try to sneak out for a little while if we have like a networking event. But uh, I'm usually home for bath time. <laughs> and the beauty, see the beauty of the lunch meeting, and I will say a lot of chambers do lunches. Mm. Some of the biggest chambers on Long right. Island do yeah, lunches. The reason being, if you think about it, just like you touched on, mornings, you're trying to get out of the house, right? And mm -hmm. people always scrambling. It's tough to get out early. And I respect you guys for sticking with that breakfast meeting because yeah. it's not easy to pull off a breakfast. And then dinner, a lot of business owners are going home to their family. So the lunch may be that only time when people can sneak out for an hour. 
Um, do you do lunches, Frank? Do you, do in the you, past, we have, but we haven't done in the last few years. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so where did I leave off? Whose turn was it to ask? A, Vinny, was it your turn to ask a question? It can be my turn. William, did I ask you? Not yet. I don't Not yet. So. Okay, so it was all about you, Frank. See, <laughs> see the dialogue was generated. Nice That's job. Good. All right, Vinny, what about you? Ask a president. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> well, I, I have a question based on we do something in, in our in our town, and I did want to know if you guys do anything like this. Once a year, we put out something called uh, a chamber newsletter, which goes to every household in our community, in, in the Bayville, in Center Island, and in parts of Mill Neck. It basically uh, talks about maybe some events that are coming up, highlights uh, a new business uh, puts a spotlight on one of the uh, on one of the you know business new, new business owners okay. or maybe a different charity event that's just being run in our town and we make sure it goes to everybody has a, a calendar event I was just wondering what you got because it's a big expense for us you do it once a year we do it once a year no okay. charge to anybody every chamber member can put a little advertisement in there for free for free mm-hmm. and I was just wondering if you guys do anything like that uh, we do in uh, in in Wilston Park in East Wilston. We have the Williston Post, which is our local paper, um, and it kind of focuses on the bright side of the news, if you will, within the neighborhood, um, local charities, uh, the schools, what they're doing, and we also do try to highlight a local business person within that, and it gives him a little update. We have like the chamber corner within that paper that gives a little update as to what the chamber's been doing or past events that we've been doing. That's a monthly paper, goes out free. Yeah, that's a good thing. Okay. Right, but what you're saying is this is a unique piece. That's sponsored and paid for by the Chamber of Commerce. It's not an insert in the paper. One hundred percent, and we do the mailings, and we mail it out, and we we mail it to all the houses and, and the businesses in the area. Wow, that is a big expense. It the is mail, a big mailing expense. Mailing it, yeah, yeah. And, and distributing it to everyone. Yeah, it is a big expense, and and for the small chamber, that's why we rely so much on our, on our fundraisers to try to make this because we do that. We do a couple of scholarships every year, so it, it gets up there, and and we don't charge our members a lot of dues so uh it's it's tough but uh it's interesting i like the idea you get a free one at, at uh <laughs> yeah the, it goes out to everybody in the community um and they're paid uh i mean the post is run primarily through the advertisements so uh so people take you know local, yeah. local businesses will take oh, so out the business are, so the, the individual businesses are paying for it right okay but they know that it's going out like i said once a right. month to everybody in the community so it's worthwhile okay. i do like that Vinny. i'll tell you why it's uh, when you get something once a year it's a unique piece it's not a weekly, it's not a monthly, right? It's a unique piece that comes along once a year and it's 100% spotlight on the chamber. And I'm sure there are a lot of your residents who don't know what a chamber is and they get this thing in the mail and they go, what is this? And they start looking and it's probably, it's an inter- never heard of a chamber doing that. I like that. It's a good Thanks. idea. Uh, anything else from you, Vinny, before I turn it over to Liam? All Liam's. Liam? <laughs> um, what do you got? Well, uh, I guess I'd turn it over to Vinny. So you said that you do, uh, you do, um, you seem to do a lot more, I guess, uh, charitable work. I guess within within your community. Um, what brought you to that, or I guess, how do you, um, how do you manage to uh, to incorporate this within, you know, chamber, you know, within the chamber life uh, well, cycle, if you will. Some of the event, you know, you have to at least run one or two events for your own chamber funding, so you can do okay. all the things that we do. Okay. But one of the things that was close and dear to my heart was was Christmas time and being able to um, run a breakfast with Santa for the town and watch everybody in town come and enjoy themselves and just watch the joy and all the kids faces to come in take a picture with Santa get a toy and a candy cane the parents come in have breakfast then they they decorate shells and they put their names and decorate it and they put it on the tree which now makes it their tree that's cool so now that's their tree in the town 
and have carriage rides for them and make a day and just let the people know that the, the Chamber of Commerce cares about the community. We're giving back. You know, please support us because we support you. And then we have a whole afternoon program also with a magician and hot chocolate. And it's all just donated all by the chamber. And it, it just makes us all really feel good. And we hope that we're getting through to the people. They understand the chamber cares about us. Without them, we wouldn't have all these wonderful things. And let's support the local businesses. I'm sure that was a huge success this past Christmas. It sounds wonderful. Well, we had 843 people for breakfast alone and over 350 photos for kids. Wow. it's fantastic. Well, that was nice. Anything else for you, or are you, uh, is that what you needed to know? Uh, you know, I've, I've really absorbed a wealth of information from these guys today, sure. uh, but uh, yeah, I can't, can't honestly think of another question. I think between the two of you guys are uh, eight years for you and <laughs> how many, years. 16 yeah. years of experience. <laughs> and here we got the rookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were talking about local government in the last segment, right, about uh, Bayville with Vinny. So as co-president, uh, you have to deal with two villages, very mm-hmm. unique situation, uh, meaning two mayors mm-hmm. that historically have not gotten along well. Um, are things better now between the mayors? There was a period of time when uh, there was uh, maybe time has passed and all things are good, but it was uh, some friction there. It was kind of well documented. Things uh, that's gone, come and gone? Uh, as far as I know, it's water under the bridge. That's great. Yeah. Okay, good. So um, talk to me a little bit about um, your relationship working with, uh, with both villages the chamber um i my my experience has been fantastic i think uh i mean we i mean wilston park is typically the the village itself uh and east wilston is just uh they're they're you know a big part of our community um we uh i mean i've never really put any differentiation between the two i've kind of all just encompassed them together uh i think that they both i think we both complement each other very well um i I know plenty of people who have moved back and forth from East Williston to Williston Park and, and, and what have you. Seamless. I, I mean, I grew up, uh, I grew, I didn't grow up in Williston Park, uh, but uh, my grandmother uh, was in was in Williston Park. My father grew up in Williston Park, and, and all of his uh, aunts and uncles moved to Williston Park from Manhattan, with all 13 aunts and uncles, you know, mm. so, uh, yeah, Irish Catholic family. So, uh, um, I it's always been my second home, and I never really, I never really put any much thought into the the two different communities. I always kind of thought of them as one. One and the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah interesting. But the what is what I and by the way, as an outsider looking in, I, I thought they were one and the same until I worked with the chamber a number of years ago, and I realized that you literally had a mayor for East Williston and a mayor for Williston Park. So that surprised me. Um, how's your relationship with the town of North Hempstead? You work with them as well, so you got to work with villages, and you also have to work with the township. Yeah, um, you know, I the town. You know, anything we need, they're they're usually pretty accommodating. Um, uh, we do a lot of uh, we do a lot of stuff on our own. I know we did over the last couple of years. We did a lot of uh, uh, work uh, to raise money to kind of uh, to to get some holiday decorations within the village, and uh, we we met our goal. The town was nice enough to match uh, whatever we raised, and which you know now if you drive through around the holiday season, you really do see like uh, we've got the snowflakes and the and the wreaths hanging up. It looks really nice. It really really makes you feel uh, uh, kind of nice. It almost reminds me a little bit of like. Um, uh, like uh, I don't know, so like the movies when you watch uh, the people strolling through on Christmas Eve, and it's it's really kind of cool. They're probably getting ready to take those uh, those uh, displays down now that the holidays passed, right? <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Hey, Frank, you also deal with uh, with two communities in our final uh, thirty seconds here. Yep. So, um, 
what are some of the challenges that you, you face uh, dealing with two towns, one a village, one a hamlet? Um, you've been president for a while. What, what are some of the challenges that you face? Um, no, no major challenge. I have a, I have a great relationship with uh, Mayor Cavallaro in Westbury. All right, we team up with him to do the tree lighting every year in Westbury. Uh, I'm also close with, um, in Carl Place, I'm, I'm close with the um, president of their Carl Place Senior Association, John Heslin. He's on our board. So I kind of get involved with him in some areas in Carl Place. And uh, Councilwoman Viviana Russell, we, we speak probably every other week hmm. in regards to the community and what's going on and how we can make it better. Great. All right, guys, before we wrap it up, just a couple of uh, quick plugs for your business. Uh, Frank, anything you want to tell us about TD Bank? I'll, I will say, uh, shameless plug here for you, I do all my banking with TD Bank. We appreciate that, Mark. Thank you. Um, you know, not really. I mean, you know, TD Bank, you know, we, we're, we're a growing bank, but we're, we're a top 10 bank in the United States. And, um, you know, we're, we're in most of the communities on Long Island. You know, and we're, uh, but we also have that community feel. So, you know, we're, we're not as big as Chase and maybe some of the other big banks, but we're a top 10 bank in the country and we're only Maine to Florida. So we're on the East Coast. And, but we still give back to the community and we still have that community feel. Okay. Vinny, little plug for your business? Uh, uh, Liberty Elevator. It's family owned and operated since 1977. We install them, we repair them, we maintain them for you. And if I had an elevator in my house, I'd use you to service. And you'll always speak to one of the owners. (laughs) All right, Liam? Uh, I'm a financial advisor and portfolio manager with an emphasis on uh, small business and personal retirement. Okay. Special thanks to my guest today, Liam Patterson, president, uh, co-president of the Chamber of Commerce of the Willistons, Frank Frizzone, president of the Westbury Call Place Chamber of Commerce, and Vinnie Moscato president of the Bayville Chamber of Commerce. You've been listening to Chamber Chatter on 88.1 FM and WCWP.org. Chamber Chatter has been written, underwritten by Maptoon's Long Island Chamber Maps. And uh, Chamber Chatter, by the way, it's also available as a podcast. You can visit WCWP.org forward slash Chamber Chatter. Special thanks to Super Engineer Ryan Collins, Station Manager Dan Cox, And up next, Project Independence and You. My name is Mark Snyder. Thanks for listening.